0: Start the intro in a second. What is going on, people? Good afternoon. This is your boy, Ogre Kwame, and we are back with another edition, another episode, really, of the Footy Fantasy Podcast that comes to you every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern, I think 2 p.m. Central, and what, 12 Pacific, I think, um... If you do like our content, follow us on 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 uh, on YouTube. Our YouTube is Footy Fantasy. On um, on Instagram, we are Fantasy Footy, and on Twitter, I believe we're also Footy Fantasy. I am not sure, but th- all those links will be posted uh, when this video gets posted up on YouTube, and highlights also get posted on YouTube and Instagram as well. Um, I have with me, I have with me today. Um, the only man okay Ray, Ray, we can hear you now uh the only man i know who su- who supports the white and black this man supports the white and black like he's a camera from the civil war man like Reggie Del piero what is going on bro
1: i'm good man some people thought i wasn't gonna show up i'm gonna show up man oh no no I'm no, no, no. you me. have to show up man.
0: yeah i'm yeah, proud yeah. of my boys. i knew you were gonna show up <laughs> all I that talking to... all that chest you couldn't you couldn't spread chest like that and not show up bro
1: <laughs> nah, i had to show up i i've been getting i've been getting some interesting messages on the group you know this extraordinary league of gentlemen who can't uh... <laughs> <laughs> that fine. that group is that group is anything but a group of gentlemen <laughs> Uh, but I think it was a good game. Um anyway, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Um and I'm gonna speak for my boys as much as I can. Of course, of course. Oh, we always good to have you, man. Always
0: good to have you. Um, we also have our boy from that side of London that is going to win the league. Man is out here, you know, looking like man is out here looking like Patrick Patrick Vieira mixed with a you know Dash of Thomas Partey. I don't
2: know, <laughs> what is going on, bro? <laughs> um, good, man. Can you guys hear me? Just checking that first. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah, no, doing good. Yeah, just you know, it's so far so good. One week at a time. Uh, just it was good to to watch the game and then just relax the rest of the weekend and enjoy football as a neutral. It was a weird feeling, but I'm enjoying this feeling. But good to see <laughs> catch up with you guys. <laughs>
0: Good to have you, man. Good to have you, man. I, I'm i I'm, I'm low-key jealous of you because that is like the perfect place to be on a weekend where your team plays early. You get the job done. And now you just watch the rest of the peasants, you know, fight it out, you know. So, But um, congrats on winning the league. You know, I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure oh. people will fly in from all over oh. the world for oh. that parade. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> one week at a time. But, you know, we're doing, <laughs> well, doing good so far. Hmm? What'd you say?
0: I said, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear yeah, that. Yeah, don't,
2: don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm confident that we can win the league. But again, you know, there's still, ultimately ultimate anything can happen. But best believe I'm going to Absolutely. London if, when that happens. So, you know. I,
0: I did read somewhere that, um, mm. I, I, don't, I don't know who, who are the bookies that run these numbers, but they say Arsenal has, a I think like 42% chance of winning the league. City has like a fifty-something percent chance of winning the league. I don't know. I, I, whoever, whoever, whoever did that research, they're definitely not watching Arsenal this season. But anyway, we already have comments flying in. Um okay. You know, <laughs> Raji, your favorite, your favorite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bruno G hype, dang guys are going in
0: already. No, 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 no. Bru- Bruno G is class. He's Bru- class. Um, and today, you know. He showed his classes. You guys are. I think, I think uh, Ay says, "Please post the link. Let us call in." Um, I think Ayo can take care of that. Ayo, you can if 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 you can uh just we'll just if, if you can post the link in the uh, YouTube chat and then also in in the Facebook group as well. I think some of my watching from Facebook just post the link for them to call in. And we're going to be limiting calls to two minutes because we are trying not to. Um, make this a really long podcast. Um, linger, the sky's queen, shaking my head, trying to change the group photo. <laughs> Listen, the group photo's already changed. You know, uh, my manager already delivered on his first uh, in his first season. But we're gonna we're we're gonna dive into that in a little bit. Uh so today we're um today was the Carabao Cup final. Of course, Manchester United played against Newcastle United, um, and. Look, this scoreline suggests that, you know, some of might think it was a walk in the park, but I do not think so. Um, Raji, what's going on? What do, you, what, what do you think of that game? Tell us how you felt. Tell us what your posture was going into the game. And when the game started, did you change in your... So,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll give you, like, an overview of how the whole week... If you notice, I haven't really been posting much in the channel. You didn't. I just shut my mouth for the whole week. Um, but it's fine. I think that um, as the week went on, um, I saw the manchester Barcelona game um, and uh, the game changer that Anthony was in that game. Um, and, uh, you know the doubts there to set in, which is alright, you know. The the thing I, I saw and I felt was the issue, was that there was uh, too many class, uh, too many players um, in too many players that you can distribute the ball to um, in <laughs> Manchester that could make uh, a change, uh, a game changer. And one, one of the things that we've noticed in the last few weeks for Newcastle is that Bruno Guimares is the main focal point of creation for Newcastle, Um, if you can get Bruno Guimaraes out of the game, you can reduce the effectiveness of Newcastle significantly. Yes. And what happened in this game, every time Bruno Guimaraes was on the ball, there were two or three players on him um, and they just, you know, they walked him out of the game. So um, it's difficult to have have creativity when the main person that's going to create the chances for you um, is currently blocked. Uh, hmm. And then when Manchester United had the chances, they took it. They took it. I, I think that would ha- would the game have been different if Pope was in? Maybe. Uh, hmm. I think that, you know, the conversations that the team would have had was that they had to protect the goalkeeper in this game. Something that probably wouldn't have, a discussion that probably wouldn't have happened if Pope was in there because they would have known that Pope could take care of himself. So in a in a scenario like that, it's those small margins um that made the difference. Um, and the fact that we couldn't create we created many stuff where we couldn't finish, um, is not a very strong point for Newcastle going forward. Um, the good thing is that we've made it to Europe now. Um, whatever the case, Manchester United is gonna make it to the Champions League. So we are gonna be the runners up and get into Europe. Um so Conference League or Europa League? I talking. think it's the Conference League. Okay. Right. Um, but it would be nice to get a Champions League spot, but I, I I I think that there's a depth problem that Newcastle has. That you can point you can point to one player, and uh, we don't have anybody to produce the amount of creativity that player has. I said maximin was good, you know. But the Manchester United defense was better? Um, Almiron was good. The Manchester United defense was better. They knew how to deal with it. Um, and it's just this consistency that Manchester United has had this last six, seven weeks, and it just kind of played out. they're they're no, they're in a row right now, and we yeah. couldn't we couldn't we couldn't beat them on the day. So it's fine. It's, there's gonna be another year.
0: Do you? Do you think that um because there was a point in that game where it looked like Bruno Guimarães would not continue. I'm not sure what I'm not sure how he went down or uh if he got like if if it was like an actual impact um <clears throat> injury but do you <clears throat> think do you think he was carrying a little bit of an injury from like 20 minute all the way to the end.
1: So I, I don't know if he was or he wasn't. I can't I can't say for sure. But one of the things that I can say for sure is that if the injury is not big enough, he's going to play. We um, right. saw the the ankle roll that he had. And they yeah. said he was going to be out for weeks. And then all of a sudden, the next week, he was playing. Yeah, He, he likes to play football. So if it's just a small injury, I don't think it's going to be a big problem. One of the things that we should be, Newcastle fans should be worried about is the setback from this game. Um, losing the finals is going to be a drain because Newcastle didn't have a game. Uh, throughout the week Uh, and the focus was just on this game Uh, you go in with the level of excitement that oh my god we're going to win it Um, and then you lose the game I just hope that the next few games because the next game we have is against Manchester City that Mm. the team can just pick themselves up and try to get this game going Because it would not be a good idea for us to slump for the rest of the season the good thing is we've gotten 40 points and we can't be relegated. <laughs> uh, wow. Well <laughs> let's let's see let's see how the rest of the season plays out.
0: Who 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 would you say is even though you guys lost, who would you say is your man of the
1: match? I would say like from the from the overall man of the match, I would say it's Casemiro because his presence was you could feel his presence. Either is it to me, it's either Casemiro or De Gea. I would like I think we we're talking about this before the the uh um, before the the podcast began, there were many points in that game where if Newcastle had scored, the game would have changed. Yes. Um, and De Gea was the like Saint Maximin created many chances. De Gea stopped the ball with his hands. There were one. There was one ball that it was a corner kick that it was going to the end corner that De Gea yeah. pammed it out. If any of those goals had gone in, you know that would have given uh, Newcastle the Momentum to just go harder and harder and harder, and maybe we would have gotten a second half goal, <clears> or two goals. But he kept the he kept the game, uh, he kept the team, the new Manchester United in the game, and he kept them alive throughout. So, yeah, I think I think that uh, for me, I'll, actually, I'll go with De Gea. De Gea was was man of match, followed closely by uh, Casemiro. Okay,
0: Ray from. Uh, yeah. From- from outside looking in, I mean, I'm sure you did not want Manchester United to win, but um, <laughs> what did you what, what did you think of the game generally? Like, how did you, yeah did, did Eddie Howe approach the game the way you expected?
2: That's a good point. Um, starting with the yeah, you know, of course, I never want Manchester United to win, so I think yeah, you I, were right there, and you know, right <laughs> <away>. <laughs> and you yeah. know what? Yeah, I think going into this game, uh, I'm going to echo a lot of points that uh, uh, Don Don mentioned there going into the game. I think Newcastle had lost a little bit of steam that they had earlier on in the year. Um, Obviously, they were very defensively solid. They weren't scoring a lot of goals, but it was hard to break them down. But over the last couple of weeks, something's changed, and I think he he touched on it. There's a bit of a squad depth thing there where they kind of lost a little bit of steam. Um, And as you know, with, with games, confidence and momentum, it makes a huge difference, right? Because uh, you know, I think last time I was on the podcast, I remember we were talking, I was afraid of Newcastle as a as a competitor for the title. Again, just because they, they had that momentum going on, it was hard to beat them. The last couple of weeks kind of slowed down. So going to the game, and then, of course, with the whole goalkeeper, the two goalkeeper situation, United was a favorite, you know, just going into the game. And I was hoping Newcastle would be able to do something extra, you know, just to, you know, it's a cup final, like, hey, this is your chance. But I do know United as much as, you know, I do not like United, they always have game changes. Even, I mean, now you guys are on form, but even when you guys were, you know, sort of struggling with us in the sixth and fifth, United always had game changes. I remember playing against United. You you attack them, you know. Um, so again, similar thing where Newcastle did their best to attack them, but again, there would be, hey, I'm making those stops, and then next thing you know, there's like a six minute of madness where United scored two goals out of sort of out of the blue in a sense, and then 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 you then you're just struggling at that point because again. You know, and at this level, the margins are so fine that two goals—that's it. You can you can pepper them all you want. You still need to score two goals, right? So, um, I think generally, Eddie approached it as as best as he could. You know, and, we, and United was full strength with with Casemiro. It's almost like the way I see United and Arsenal. There's similarities in the sense that you can almost predict how the midfield situation is going to work out once Casemiro's in. They're gonna have a really good game. It's gonna be hard to be united with Casemiro playing in the midfield. And obviously, obviously, this is not taken away from all the other talent because at the end of the day, it's has got to put the ball in the back of the net, right? But I just once Casemiro is in, that's why I'm always. Whenever Casemiro is out of the game, I'm always happy. And uh, you can argue again, not to make it, about Arsenal with like Partey out, although we'll, we'll talk about it a lot later. Generally, you kind of you can you can kind of dictate them. So I think Newcastle do their best. I think they just had that. I think it was like a six minutes, was it, or where there was two goals and then. At this level in the cup final, it is is hard at that point. So, United was the favorites, and they 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 got the trophy. So that's that's basically yeah. all my uh,
0: yeah. I mean, hard to this. Let me let me take some comments real quick. I have to disagree with you, both. Mm. Uh, Linger says, "Check my head." <laughs> oh no, where did I read that? Uh, Prince, clear <laughs> hey, goes, Don't worry, I just have a question for you. <laughs> oh boy, Linger goes that. I change it back. Oh, the paper for the group is in the gang—that is just a hit, bro. Uh Okay, people, United, United,
1: United. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with that, which, but, but which I, United? When with- well, Newcastle is also United. Hey. That is true. Okay, so you, you, know, you need to clarify, bro. I don't, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> United in town. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually think the game was, um, the game was won. In in halftime, when uh, when Ten Hag brought in uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, because that early yellow card for Diogo Delo, um, it, 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 maximum maximum was going to milk that the entire game. He was Delo was a walking red card, especially with the way Max I uh, said maximum play, plays. Um, <clears throat> like Reggie said, I think. It was. United had quality. We had more quality to finish when it mattered. Uh, that cross from Luke Shaw for Casemiro's header, like you know, that kind of quality. It's very hard to defend against it. You, we can talk about. Oh, he had a free header, but it's very, very hard to defend against balls like that. Um, but it, and it's not like it's not like Newcastle did not have the chances too. I mean, Sam Maximum Maximum always gets in good positions. It's just that you know. It, does he does he have that in you know, uh that final quality? I don't think he has perfected that yet. Um, and we just had we we just had a really really good defense. Licha Martinez played his life out today. Like my, this guy, this, I'm I'm sure Licha Martinez is you know he, he was carrying a, a head injury that whole game from the time he uh, he, he um, I think was he Fabian share he collided with. Um, so I just think I just think our defense won it. Um, and 2-0 is a very deceptive scoreline. You know, you think you're comfortable. One goal from Newcastle. And like Raj, I mean, like I said, it's a different game, completely different game. So um, yeah, big up, big, up, big up to my coach for 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 defending, for defending really well. Um well, we have, you know, this and this is why Ray is on here to uh to keep waxing lyrical about Arsenal this season. Um I I did not watch the Leicester <laughs> City game, but I saw that you guys had a goal disallowed from um was it Leandro Trossard? What a finish that was. That was a beautiful goal. I, I'm not even sure why it got disallowed, but I was happy it got disallowed anyway. But then you guys went and scored anyway. So um <clears throat> go ahead and talk about that game. Uh, Ray, what what how was because you 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 guys not, I don't I didn't see you guys in any real danger of not picking up three points in that game. Was that how you guys felt? as a fan base
2: yeah so yeah so going into the game i think what um what the difference between this game and the aston villa game was that arsenal started on the front foot and they were very they were just they were high pressing and just did not give List of room to breathe in the first half there um so we were just creating chances and chances but the difference is they kind of kept us at bay uh, but and also we literally we had Tons of chances. So that first half, we dominated that. And hence, hence that, you know, disallowed goal. And I'm just kind of flying over, obviously, the first half there. And I think, but again, the frustration was that there was no goal coming for all our domination. But And then the second half, we basically just started the second half right as the same way we started the first half. The one thing I would say, like, you know, come with Trossard coming in. He, Ateta made a good tactical switch. Instead of having Trossard on the left, like Martin, like in, in place of Martinelli, he had, actually hadn't played in the false nine almost like Gabriel Jesus and Martinelli was on the left and as we've seen a, you, well as an Arsenal fan we've followed Arsenal some of Martinelli's slump in form again relatively in the last couple of weeks until last week ago was partly due to the fact that Heyman and Kezia don't don't quite uh, connect as well as him and Jesus connect because so Jesus is drifts to the left, allows Martinello to drift to the middle, that kind of interchange, in addition to obviously just you know, everything else that Jesus brings to the game. So, so Trossard was sort of like a mini version of that, and you can you see uh, the opportunity. And then the, the goal actually came off that Trossot was out wide, Martinello was able to like drift off him in the middle. Quick pass and then got that. So we again we started the second half as soon as the the way we we finished the first half. The difference is we were able to get that one goal, and then generally after that we just sort of we 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 huffed and puffed. The thing is, I felt that we were a bit nervous in terms of actually the finishing. We we controlled the game, but I think what it was is there were I don't know. If it, obviously, the last couple of weeks and you know that crazy Aston Villa game was still on their minds. So there was a little bit of a hesitancy in you know before you make that pass. They wanted to make the perfect pass. We were still in control, and I felt that even if Leicester scored, because there's a chance they can always score a long ball, bardi Daka, anybody. I felt Arsenal still had one or two or three steps, to, gears to go, even if Leicester scored. So it was more of that sort of like just get the second goal and don't don't have to get Leicester to score before you get to that that uh, next gear. So long story short, I didn't feel that when any danger. Obviously it's football. you never know anything can happen, yeah. so obviously it's, it's easy for me to say this in hindsight, but I genuinely believe even if they scored, we'll just have to step it up, which you know so we got it over the line with the one nothing again, just just to to get the two away wins just to sort of get back onto that momentum of winning again I think that's that's critical, considering you know the the slump we had a couple of weeks ago, so generally i I didn't feel any worry again when i i wouldn't say any because you know it's football anything can happen but generally i felt we could always go up one more gear if, if even if they scored yeah
0: yeah lesser just dead food like th- those guys had they had zero shots on target uh until yeah. like, like the second minute or something like that was, they're they're a terrible team the, how they beat was it who did they beat 4-0 was it tottenham, it tottenham. i don't know.
2: Madison was missing though, so I'll give them that. Not not that I'm making excuses for them, yeah. but just saying, like yeah. that, that's their most creative player. But we still sort of play them out. So, so anyways, are you
0: are yeah. you still are you still team? Are you still team? We're just trying to make top four, or you're you're, you're winning the league?
2: Team trying. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I got. Okay. I think hey, we are.
1: <laughs> chest, no, chest, no, no, chest. Um, no. no. Hey, let
2: me let the man talk, man. I'm about to say hey, my chest. Hey, you task, know,
1: let the man talk. talk. <laughs> test, bro.
2: I was like, team top four. I was like, yeah, no, we're we past that. I think, I think, yeah, we can win the league. Um, Yo, again, because uh, at this at this point, we just need to match Manchester City's results, and I don't think that's impossible to do. I'm not saying we have to win every game. So let's let's clarify. Just match the results. And Manchester City has some tough games coming up. So do we, of course. But, again, if you want to go into it, they got to play Newcastle. Newcastle is going to be wounded. Maybe they might, you know, because Newcastle also wants to make sure they stay in top four. And, yes, okay, Manchester City, you know, it's Man City. They'll beat someone 7-0 today. But they're still going deep in a lot of competitions, you know, Champions League, FA Cup, I believe. Um, so uh, why can't we match the results? So I, I'm confident we can win the league.
0: You remember you might have played
2: in the, in the Europa League too, though, you know? Yeah, I, no, I, I get it. I, again, I'm not, obviously, we're good. But I would ar- I argue most Arsenal fans, if you were to pick, would pick the league. Whereas City, they have to win this Champions League. And, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like that extra thing. Again, not doesn't mean, you know, we're going to let go of the Europa League, obviously. But, um, again, the point is, week, week, week by week, and then just match results. I like that Liverpool. so they were gaining traction at the right time. Now they're kind of wobbling, so they might knock off a couple of points. You know, I'm just praying. You know, <laughs> I just don't want United to sneak into it. I'm just, I'm keeping one eye, sneak the into back what? Of my eye. Hey, just sneak up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, I'm just nah, hey, see... You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So, no, I was no, worried man. though, like two weeks ago. I was like, uh-oh. Never
1: if we're gonna lose, your, at never, least never take your eyes off New United. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, but United. Eye, No, the back of my eye. Rob, you know what you're talking about? I'm saying that Manchester United is a threat.
2: They are a threat, I agree. I agree. And I'm saying that as an Arsenal fan.
0: See, I I like how you guys are just skipping past Manchester City and going straight to Manchester United are a threat. Your threat is still Manchester City. Manchester
1: United oh, is not I, I will never forget 1995-96 season. Manchester <laughs> Newcastle was leading by 12 points. Damn. And Manchester United still won the league. So yeah. I mean, I... Don't 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 sleep on Manchester. I said that, that's what, that's are more Newcastle. Think, though, though, are, are you saying say Arsenal won? loses this one? No, I didn't. I'm I've already I've already let my position be clear. I don't think Arsenal is winning the league. Oh okay. I don't think that's not. I've, I've said okay. it many times okay. on the okay, channel. Yeah. So, if they win the league, I'm going to give you guys the props you deserve. But <clears> if you ask me right now, until you guys are lifting the trophy, <laughs> I don't think you guys are winning the league. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it be obvious. My, my
0: position is the same. Arsenal's <laughs> not going to win, win this league. That's my, okay. that's my position right. as well. Yeah. Um, right. I, don't, I don't, I mean, I think you guys will finish second. And you. you will you will you will be very close, but you're not gonna win it.
1: Aston <laughs> still has depth issues, man. Just like Newcastle. Mm-hmm. You guys have depth issues. Um we do, but we've also
2: addressed it sort of. Obviously, not you can't address every depth issue, but I would argue the difference. And I think when I came on this podcast last time, that was my biggest concern is if Partey goes down. I literally said that. I was like, if Partey goes down, I'm like, Jesus, sure. I think most people here said it was Jesus. But for me, I was like, if Partey goes down, we're like done. Like I yeah. actually said that. And when, you know, the the January transfer window, obviously, we all know the Hulabah and, Chelsea and all that but we ended up with Jorginho and at first like my immediate reaction was like oh god why this guy right like that was like my immediate reaction and then after you know the transfer window closed my brain took over my you know and I thought about it I was like okay you know what I guess it's better to have someone than nothing because that's the last season when we capitulated in a top four chase that's that was a big thing we're having yeah. Look, uh, Samuel Conga plays Partey, and not not blaming him, but you get the idea. Um, so Jorginho was like, okay, it'll be all right. And then the last two games he played, and against teams that will dominate possession more, um, I I think he actually did an okay job. Still off the ball, nowhere near where Partey would be. But and again, they were on the ball most of the time. He's actually played a lot better than I said. So to me, that's kind of like you've that's because you, at the end of the day, you can't have two summers parties. Like Arsenal doesn't have. $300 million just to throw <clears> around and have some, you know what I'm saying? So they kind of, I'm like, okay, fair enough. And Trossad can sort of be the, you know, top, the, the front three positions. Again, they they didn't spend the money that they wanted because they didn't get the main signings, but they still did something. And I think that's addressed some of it, obviously. Um, but generally, I think, you know, the depth issues, I think they've done enough. They didn't address- I think they've done enough to, to that they should, get across the line this season again, uh, should. This season. Next season going on, Champions League is a whole different conversation at that point.
0: Yeah, wow. Arsenal's yeah. going to be in Champions League next season. Bro. Yeah, that's I don't even think you I when, when was the last time you guys saw a Champions League ball oh, at the Emirates <sighs> Stadium? What, bruh. six years ago? <laughs> Maybe seven. <laughs> it's been too um, fucking long. But- let me take I don't know what this comments. song
2: sounds like. Yeah.
0: Let me take some comments. The next topic is about Bukayo Saka, so Ray, you're gonna you're, you're going to uh, have to get involved in this one as well. Uh, but uh, Prince AY goes. Raju, repeat after me. It's the hope that kills. Prince Harry is out here just sing. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Harry yeah. is going ham. Huh? <laughs> enjoying himself. Enjoying himself. <laughs> goes. I'll write a petition to the to the EPL to not condone. Well. Grape in the Premier League. Arsenal Leicester was a grape of two house, pretty much. Whoa.
1: Somebody, somebody's using the uh, uh, yeah. the R word. Yeah, also yeah, whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Prince AY goes, just be City, so you, so we can make top four. Prince AY, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something right now. This goes to Prince AY and all the Arsenal fans, right? First, they go, Oh, we just want top four, right? Then they go, we're winning the league. Mm-hmm. And now it's, ah, we still want. Are you mad confused or what? We just want, to, you're you winning the oh, league, bro. If you guys do not big. win the league, I'm not, forget the, this whole top four thing. I do not care.
1: They're hedging mm-hmm. their bets. Yeah, oh, they're, they're hedging their bets. their
0: bets. They know, they know. Just, just oh, say,
2: I'm, say, I'm say. not, I'm, we can win the league. I don't know this top 4 bits conversation. What well, did like, you just
1: say? It, it's it's moved. Yeah. <laughs> <to finish laughs> <nonsense. said> <laughs> Is it the Manchester nonsense that I said? No, no, because you said Arsenal's not going to win the league. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's fine. You have to, yeah, confuse, you have to confuse
0: the. <laughs> enemies. You have to confuse the enemies. Hey. Nah, bro, I'm not confused. That's the point. I, I see. I see through your confusion, bro. I'm mm. not confused at all. But um, actually, let me let me let me get to Raji on this one first. Let let mm. Raji on first about the whole Bukayo Saka thing. Um. I'm not sure if you watched that podcast when Ayo and EJ were going back and forth about Bukayo Saka versus, uh, versus Marcus Rashford. Mm. I, I I don't even... <coughs> I'm not going to get into that today. But uh, the question here is... is Who would you Clint, choose? Since Fabregas is Saka is Arsenal's best you know product from the academy, young player. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's kind of... I, I think the way he creates something out of nothing Just last few games. And it's not not just one game now. It's been consistent over the last two seasons.
0: Yeah.
1: You've you've got to give him the credit. But is he better than Fabregas? I wouldn't say he's better than Fabregas at this point, man. Um, Since, okay, you've seen that question. Since Fabregas, Fabregas, Fabregas. sure, I agree with that. Yeah. But uh, if the question is he better than Fabregas, I would say let's give it a few more seasons. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, if I had to choose between Saka and and Marcus Rashford right now, I probably would go with Marcus Rashford. But I would say that it's going to be a strong Saka for second because, yeah, one of the things that a lot of people don't give um, Rashford a lot of props for, he's a very physical player. He's Mm -hmm. big and he's fast. He's very physical, good with the legs. And I think that I've seen many times this season – where he doesn't juke. And because he's so big, you think he's going somewhere. He goes somewhere totally different. And he just opens up space. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, Saka has some great skills too, but I would, I would choose Rashford in my team over Saka at this point. But I, I think that if the question is, is he the best one since Fabregas, then I would say yes.
0: Right. What do you think?
2: Oh yeah, I mean the the question is it's kind of obvious, like in terms of best player since Fabregas, Yeah, it's it's a hands down. I'd say who are the other share. No, I'm just saying like that's Will Share, but then his injuries he never went anywhere. So maybe pretend, right? So I think it's it's a pretty straightforward answer to me. I I would be rare to find anyone that Arsenal fan or not that disagrees that at least from an Arsenal player's perspective, Saka is the best young. Young Arsenal player since Fabregas, uh, he's I, been doing. I heard Wilshire.
0: Well, so, I, but, heard Roche, I heard was at the hospital so much. Uh, he started volunteering for the NHS.
2: Damn, you guys are savage. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that question was set up so we can diss Wilshire. I'm pretty sure because it's such an no, obvious. It's such an obvious
0: question. No. I, like, I, I, no. I, I, I have made these questions. I yeah, think, yeah, I, yeah. I think the
1: point the point with Bukayo yeah. Saka
0: is this, and of course, you know, as as a as an Niger person, it's hard to hate on. It's it's hard to hate on Bukayo Saka, but. I just, I just don't like that guy. I do not like him. Um, the, he, he always looks like he has more space and time than he actually has, and that is a mark. <clears throat> that That is a mark of of, of, of you know, of, of a genius, really. And something else he has been adding to the game that I've seen is this season, I, and I've not seen that in the in the last couple of seasons. The man has a shot on, on that left foot. I, I've not seen that. That goal against Manchester United came out of nowhere. Yeah, yep. we can talk about you know they they hear the ball came through traffic. They hear couldn't see. No, no, but that the whip on that ball was ridiculous. <clears throat> so um, he's he's when we talk of how players should progress, how young players should progress, and um <clears throat> and become better throughout their their career, Marcus Rash. I mean, uh, Bukayo Saka is is a prime example of that. Bukayo Saka. Rafael Leo at AC Milan, like the way and I, I wish I wish Marcus Rashford had <laughs> that kind of because for, for a few years we can we we can argue that Marcus Rashford's development just stagnated. Like mm-hmm. between the age between the ages of I think like twenty-one and twenty well Rashford is twenty-five right now, between mm-hmm. twenty one and twenty-four, Rashford just he just flatlined. Right. And that's just because he wasn't he wasn't getting he wasn't getting coached, point blank, period. Yep. Um, Bukayo Saka is getting some great coaching. Mm-hmm. And you know we have to give credit where credit is due. That that's down to the coaching he's receiving uh, under Mikel Ateta and his, and his technical staff. So the boy is, and I I saw that he just signed a new contract. Did did he or did he not?
2: It's it's basically verbal agreement, so it's probably okay. going to be signed the next
0: week right. or two. Okay. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait for him to leave that club. Uh, that way, you know, you know, you'll
2: be you'll be waiting a while because he just signed a contract. So. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> and I think the thing about soccer, too is like you know I think Thierry Henry said it it's like he's like you know he's he's Mr. Nice Guy's smile so so he could maybe like last season he could deceive players like oh he's a nice guy but Henry did say like you know what you got to cut that nice guy and just. He's got to be in a be a beast on that field, and then mm-hmm. you can smile with the people after. So I think that's one thing that he is. This season is his it, like from a mentality aspect. I think that's one thing that I, I would know he he will be adding to to his talent. Because now everyone knows okay, Okakai Saka, and then again okay. now with Arsenal, if you want to stop Arsenal, just double up on Bukayo Saka as best mm-hmm. as you can. That's that's yeah. that, that's part of the strategy, which ironically is kind of freed up Martinelli a little bit. So I okay not not to wax the lyric about Arsenal, but you kind of notice this ebb and flow. Like Martinelli is on form, and then Saka is on form, and then it switches. That's because teams – like, okay, Saka is the guy now. Double up on Saka. Mm-hmm. And he actually creates space on the left. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I think that's – Bukayo, for me, I mean, again, there's not a coincidence, like playing in England, too, he's just consistently producing. So, to me, it's yeah. like there's, there's no debate there for me. Like, And it's not just because – of like, I think if people are actually – Try to be a bit more objective. I think Bukhaya should get more credit than he probably is getting. That's just my personal thing. But because I mean, if, if it was a Brazilian playing for Brazil and, and a team that's like outside the Premier League, everybody would be shouting to, to go buy the guy to their team. So, you know, uh, guy Saka. Yeah. If it
1: was a Nigerian I mean, playing for Nigeria, but it's a Nigerian playing for England. Or should I say he's English? I don't know. It's like you look at all these players and you go, shit, man. If New Nigeria had no. all this. Uh, things. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> no. it's a whole
2: different yeah. conversation.
1: Yeah, like, anyway.
0: yeah, and and, yeah. and the, the truth is, there are not many that, at least in terms of like that high quality, there are not many left footed players that are out there on that right wing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it. you know, you look at players, compare him to people like Hakim Ziyech, compare him to people like uh, maybe Di Maria, Anthony at Manchester United. The thing about Saka is I've noticed that every time he isolates his left back, uh, he is always looking to commit that left back. Always. He's either going to go through or he's going to find a way to do it. <coughs> whether, you know, he gets a, a, an overlap or whether he actually goes through uh, that left back or he crosses the ball into the box or he cuts in issues. Like there's always something that's going to happen. It's not just like, you know, get the ball, run, 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 cut back, FC. No, mm-hmm. that, that's not what you get from him. Um, but you know, look, like I said, um, when he leaves Arsenal, I'll, I'll give you like two years. He'll leave. He'll leave Arsenal in like in like two years, and uh, you know, we, where, <laughs> where is he going? I don't know. I don't. I look the way Barcelona is moving. You know, Barcelona. Who knows? <laughs> Barcelona took Fabregas. Did did they not?
2: Yeah, but okay, you're still old. You, you're still working the old paradigm. I, I know for this. I know for the sake of banter, yeah, yeah. But that's such an old paradigm. Like Barcelona can't afford Premier League players anymore. Well, let's be real. Mean, If it's... anything, I can see Man City. Like, let's talk realistic banter. Man City maybe, no, no, but then of course I they have Barcelona their.
0: Barcelona. Madrid, I would say maybe Madrid, even Newcastle
2: City. at some point, but Barcelona, like, the, nah. Like the Premier League is the new Super League. Let's be real. Like, on,
0: new, come on. So you don't see you don't see like a Real Madrid taking him. They maybe they Real, have, Real Madrid. gone. They don't have. They don't, yeah. they don't have on that right wing. Is uh, what's his face? Sergio, Marco Asensio. You know,
2: and they also don't like English players like that. Though, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like he couldn't leave Arsenal. I'm just saying I can see more like a Man City. You know, if they get through all their financial whatever in like couple years, like maybe Newcastle if they progress, but like. I'm not concerned about Barcelona taking Osaka because they'll yeah. just mess him up over there. So Bro,
0: either way, as long well no. as we now I'm good. That's that's all. It's it's not leaving,
2: so we're good either yeah. way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, now let's talk about Europa League. Um, Europa League uh, predictions, round of 16. Arsenal, yeah, you guys automatically qualified because you're top of your group. United had to go through Barcelona, and did we go through them in style? We ran through those guys the way. People ran uh, through. Relax relax
1: relax, Our, relax, 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 relax. We ran you guys just had back. a one-one goal goal difference. You drew mm. in Barcelona and you scored two-one at home.
0: We were supposed so, to win uh, in Barcelona. We were supposed to win that game in Barcelona.
1: No, we were bro, so, we we're playing against Barcelona. Really we we're playing against
0: UEFA. we were playing against UEFA. We we're playing against FIFA. We were, bro, even it it, at some point, I saw I, I saw Tavi get a jersey. Man was about to get on the pitch.
1: <laughs> it's funny. Anyway, well, go on what go on with what you're trying to say.
0: But anyway, um, so this we're just gonna do predictions only. Um and we're gonna start with Union Berlin versus Union SG. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know what Union SG is.
1: Who who are these who are those people? you guys know who they are? I I've never I think they're are they a French team? I don't think Let me so. See where from. Maybe a Dutch team. Yeah, they they then then uh, Belgian team. Yeah,
0: okay. The Belgian team. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just because look, I don't know who Union SG is. I'll pick Union Berlin to go through over two legs. I
1: okay. I I'll, 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 I'll say Union Berlin too. I Sorry mean, about I, that. I don't I don't really know anything about. this. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know about going Union to this. Europa, Leagues, yeah. All right. Show Sorry. Union Berlin.
2: Can you guys hear me? Sorry, I lost. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess Union versus you know, Union saint Union saint Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just say Berlin just because I think they're third in the Bundesliga. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> they must be good. <laughs> Not going to lie.
0: Same here. Leverkusen versus, again, bro. Feren- I don't the know who Are they from Greece or where? They look like they're, they're,
1: they're from Greece.
0: Okay, they're from Greece? Okay. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. They are... I'm picking Leverkusen over two legs. Same. Okay. All right. Next one. Sporting. They're, from, they're, from Hungary, Sporting they're from Hungary, apparently.
2: They're from Hungary. Oh, they're from and Hungary? Minnesota. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Wow.
2: Sporting Arsenal, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll pick Arsenal. It'll be a good, yeah. good, good high-quality like, offensive game, but I think I, Arsenal <laughs> will, will cross. I think Bayern plays for them now, so it'll be a reunion with... Uh, Mr. Fashionista and his voice.
0: Oh, Be- oh, okay. Wait, I thought Bellerin was at. Uh... Oh, he's in Sporting right now? Yeah, he was a I couple of it places.
2: Spain. He was in Spain and then then it was in somewhere, then Barcelona. Shit, uh, I'm doing
0: his fashion show throughout. Hey,
2: the world. you know, fashion tour. <laughs> I'll say drag Arsenal. Roger,
1: yeah. you who are you picking? I'm <laughs> going to break the mold on this one and say uh, Sporting is going to lose. Sporting is going to lose? Yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> that right. took us on a journey like, right? Right, right,
0: right. Uh, I'm pretty sporty to go through I think would V starts on the two legs. yeah fair uh,
1: enough
0: Roma versus Real Sociedad
1: Right, that's actually a good it's a good set but I, I, I think Roma would probably have the edge yeah I'd say Roma Marina would pull some you yeah. can never know with Mourinho. He'll just find some tactical way to, <laughs> to win something.
0: Yeah.
1: By, by the way, I'm
0: picking Roma to win the Europa League this season, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. I think they win the Europa, Europa League.
1: Yeah. If it does, if they do, man, that's Mourinho's head will not stop growing, <laughs> man. It won't. He'll be like, <laughs> yeah. respect, man.
2: Respect. <laughs> heritage, oh. football heritage. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he win the conference league with them last season? Is yeah, him? he did.
0: Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He did. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm picking Roma to go with But like Sevilla, Fenabache.
1: I'll go with Sevilla. Yeah,
0: same here.
2: Yeah, same. I think it's they're the and they're like the the one the most times. So yeah, they always
1: yeah. find a way there somehow. Juventus, Freiburg. I mean, Ooh. Juventus has not been playing so well this season, to be fair. But I, I think I'll still give them the edge. Yeah. <laughs> That goal Maria scored, though. Whew, jeez.
2: Oh, I haven't seen it. Is it the hat-trick, like that game, same game? Uh,
0: I, I forgot who they played. The, nah, Yeah, I forgot yeah. who they played on Thursday. Um, yeah. That, uh, that, that. Yeah, 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 yeah They I have, they, Juventus has
1: game changers in their team. Yeah, they do. They
2: do. Yeah, I'll say Juventus, just, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll say Juventus as well, but whoever they meet the next one, I'm thinking, I think they'll go out. I almost want to pick Freiburg, but I think Freiburg are like that. They're not that. Yeah, they're horrible. If they were like, if Freiburg was like, I don't know, Eintracht, Frankfurt level, Mm -hmm, then I'd be like, yeah. Um, Man United, Real Betis.
1: Man, Um, I think that uh, Real Betis has a good chance of winning this one.
0: Yeah. So are you picking them or are you just saying
1: they have a good chance? I'm choosing Manchester United. (laughs) (laughs) Again. After <laughs> Raju,
0: <laughs> after I, you, but, after I a hedge <laughs> like him. I think it
1: Manchester United,
0: man. No. No. <laughs> it's a good chance. Twenty percent is
2: still a good chance. Okay, I'm picking Yeah, United. I
0: think United. Yeah, United. Okay,
2: I'll be I will be genuinely surprised if United beat Barcelona and then lose to Real
0: Betis, especially on the form <laughs> they're on <laughs> now. I don't. That, I don't that would see that would be something that would ha- that's something that could happen under Oligon and yeah, I, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh and last game, uh Shakhtar Donetsk versus
1: Feyenoord. Honestly, whoever wins this game is going to lose in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll do Shakhtar as well. I'll do Shakhtar as well.
1: I think that the next round of this competition is going to be where all the interesting matchups are going to happen. Just yeah. imagine imagine Sevilla versus Arsenal. Yeah. Or Manchester United versus the Juventus. This yeah. Is, this next round yeah. is where everything is going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'll say Fiorentina just because I don't like Shakhtar. They can go and be relegated to wherever they're from. <laughs> After that nonsense, I know. They're, they're, so yeah.
0: manner. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Listen, I get you. I know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll say Fiorentina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I'll stick with Shakhtar. I'll stick even though they still, they don't have they don't have Modric. Fun fact by the way, uh, th- there's just one more game until uh, Mikhailo Modric gets to 007 status. So, <laughs> uh, let's keep an eye out for that. More like James James Mudrick, my life, Mudrick
1: Bond. Bond, Bond. <laughs> <Jay. laughs> Graham Potter is really suffering over there, man. How is he still well, the man, job?
0: I don't understand.
1: And no, we should no, have no, another no, episode but, for but, Chelsea.
0: But, Ray, really, the, man, the man is on 12 million a year. 12 the, million? Yes, that's the salary 12 million pounds a year. And he's like, Oh, to get it from Brighton, I guess but that's paying the money. the money. So, it costs so they spent Chelsea has spent what 600 million? And mm-hmm. now they have to spend 10% of that to fire this guy, only hoping that the next guy they bring in will do anything better. Like, I, I mean, like they, just can stuff-
2: just, they can just do what they did and just amortize the next guy's contract for 30 years.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> all right. That's what I'm oh, just saying. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Anyway. Okay, so kudos, 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 and donkey segments. Um, <laughs> We're gonna start with we're gonna start with kudos, you know, because you know let's start, mm. let's start with good things first. Great, you have your kudos for this week.
2: Uh, kudos. Um, it's an interesting one. I don't want to give United a kudos. <laughs> um, don't want
0: your kudos. Okay, fine. Well, there you go. <laughs> makes my
2: decision. Makes my decision a little bit easier. Um, yeah, I'll take kudos for the week. we probably. Um, I'm trying to think of. I'll say Martinelli. Um. Just because, yeah, what that? He, he, he scored score? the goal. He scored the oh, goal. Okay. And also just because he's, he's had a poor of rum recently. And then he kind of had that tap in and all that flack. So I'll, I'll give him the, the kudos of, of getting that, uh, getting the goal. Um, yeah, it's, it's an easy one because there wasn't a lot yeah. of interest in games this week. So yeah, I would say kudos of the week to Martinelli uh donkey of the week no, 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 i think oh do kudos first okay
0: okay
1: Right, right you go. Go. um i'm gonna give my kudos of the week to eric ten hag i i think that you know i don't i i, I don't like to compliment manchester united but, but you as have- a football fan you've got to give the people who do the work the 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 uh the, the stuff they deserve because one of the problems with manchester united was the consistency and Eric Ten Hag came despite the first few games where everything seemed wobbly. You can't compare the Manchester United then to the Manchester United now. Yeah, He's worked on that consistency every single game they play well. So I'm going to give him the, uh, the uh, kudos of the week. Same
0: here. Same here. Kudos. I actually have two kudos. Uh, well, the second kudos is just honorable mention, but my kudos is Eric <laughs> Man went through Barcelona and won the and won the Carabao Cup in the same week, um, and like Raju said, the the way this man has transformed this team from what we saw in August, it's remarkable. When when I when I say the man is turning turning water into wine. Bro, this guy's out there in Galilee or whatever that city is in the Bible. <laughs> He's is literally taking the water out of the well and turning it into wine, bro. Be and careful. Be careful, and man. We, we us United fans, we're drink we are drinking that wine, and we are we're not, we're not getting drunk, but he stands are listening
1: to this podcast, man. What, what
0: the- <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like, bro, we are because think, think of how we started the season. Think of how we started the season. Like, did I would, we? And we have the audacity to hope. Mm. That's, that's the thing. United fans have the audacity to be hopeful <laughs> and, to, and to be expectant. Uh, so it's, yeah, I have to give it to him. Honorable mention for me is uh, I, I mean, the MLS season started yesterday, and Tiago Almada of Atlanta United, oh, bro, wow. this man scored two ridiculous goals in extra time. Last night against San Ho- against the San Jose Earthquakes, Um I was there at the stadium last night. It was wild. It was ridiculous.
1: I know people don't watch MLS that much, but you, you guys. Li- do you, know you live I- in the I- Bay or do you live huh? in Atlanta? Say that again. Do you live in the Bay or Atlanta? Oh, I live in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, um, uh, it would have been weird <laughs> if you lived in the Bay and <laughs> you yeah, went yeah, for the okay, San Jose game. H-
2: I Uh, I actually went to the Whitecaps game yesterday. Yeah, the Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah, they're not doing so well. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the first game of the season, right? So you know, that's you go there because it's going to be live, and then once the team starts to wobble, you don't go anymore. And then
0: (laughs) it's it's the same thing with it's the it's the same thing with We have we've not had a good season. Ah, but no, last night was wild at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ridiculous. Just, uh, you guys just go watch the highlights. Those two goals are oh, amazing. Um, donkey of the week. Let's start with Raji. Who is a donkey?
1: I'm going to say Grand Potter, man. I think I already hinted at it. Um, with all the resources he has. Um, he, he's come out and he's already said that he's taking full responsibility for everything. Um, but yeah, I think that very few... It, it just shows that he was a pretender at Brighton. Yeah, sometimes when you have the perfect team for the perfect manager and everything works out, but then when you step up, you realize that you're beating above your your level. And I think that he's not set up the team for success. So that's going to be my uh,
0: my uh, donkey
1: of the week. All right. I hear that. Ray?
2: Yeah, that's the same. same. It's grandpa. Um, I was going to say Chelsea at first, but like I think, Potter, because I think early in this week, too, he came out trying to be sarcastic, talking about how he just came out of a crisis meeting. And I'm like, my guy, this is not time for jokes. I know. Like, your I your know. team is in the dumps. Please stop. <laughs> and I then you're going to lose to Tot- Tottenham. Like, it's like, bro, yeah, donkey of the week, hands down. Just This yeah. guy, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, obviously, it's Chelsea, so I don't care, but I'm trying to sort of empathize. And I'm like, this guy doesn't, he just changes his team every week. It's like, is away, and now he's back. Like, what are you doing? So yeah, it's, yeah, definitely over, over his head. Um, and yeah, donkey of the week for me—that's an easy one.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, donkey of the week. Um, I'm gonna have to give myself the donkey of the week. Uh, okay. because I am for the in- same person who sat here and called Graham Potter a genius. I'm the same person who sat here and told Chelsea fans <laughs> that he had a gem in their hands. I'm the same guy who told Chelsea fans that this guy was. The right guy for them. I was waxing lyrical about Grandfather. Um, so are, and you I actually,
1: that, I, are you saying that you're right. prone to exaggeration? <laughs> <laughs> because I, because, I, I, because I, I heard this I, thing about I, Manchester and like, going into Barcelona, and I was like, isn't that exaggeration?
0: Um, <laughs> no, no, it's not. A, no, no, see, the Barcelona one, we ran through them. We actually did. We actually did run through this man. We ran through them, like, you know what, let, 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 let me not say things. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's not, but no, no, do, do I, do my, I, have, I have this uh, uh, college roommate that, I, that is a Chelsea fan and he was telling me, he it was, it was just reminding me of all the things I said about Grant Potter and I'm
1: like, wow, mm.
0: yeah, but no, no, Potter is just, first of all, I don't, I, I know, uh, Ray, you did talk about how he, he, was, he made that joke at the start of that press conference, he also said something else, he mm. said he was, he was pretty much blaming Thomas Tuchel. Remember when he said that um, the oh, preseason I, thing, and they said they had the worst preseason ever. I'm like, guy, are you dumb or are you stupid? Which one is it? Like, not so now you're blaming now you're blaming the former coach for for your for for your demise. When when this guy literally, Todd Bowley literally bought this guy a whole a whole American football <laughs> team plus <laughs> you know like. He has everything he needs. Now, we can, we can, we can talk about how maybe they've given, they've, they've given him too much too soon, but you do not blame the previous coach for, yeah. for things going wrong, you know. And he's talking about, oh, they didn't have a good preseason. Well, we had a whole month of World Cup. So the players that were around, not all Chelsea players went to the World Cup. The yep. players that were around, you could have had your little preseason with them. You know, that was your chance. To actually put your mark on that team, and you failed. And I'll 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 be shocked if Chelsea does not fire this guy before the end of the season. Because I agree. Um, if you spend six hundred and whatever million pounds, sixty million pounds to protect that investment, mm-hmm. well, you're gonna have to you have to, you have to eat it. You have to eat that cost. So um yeah, I Grandpa is a donkey, and you know I'm lo- I'm lucky a donkey too because that, that one, yeah, way, talk about being way off the mark. Um, Anyway, guys, we have come to the end of the podcast. Uh, man, like Raji Del Piero, even though his team played like even though his team played like Matteo Damian today, big ah. up to you, <laughs> big up to you. Thank you for joining All
1: right, thank you so much. For
0: the <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray, good to have you, man. Oh, thank Always.
2: You. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let me know next time. Want me on? I'll jump on.
0: Of course, of course. And guys, thank you for joining us in the comments. Prince AY, uh, Linger, IR, uh, Spliff. Uh, thank you for keeping Thank you for keeping us. For, thank you for, for engaging with us. And again, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, and we are on Twitter as well. Until next time, we're out, guys. Peace. Peace.